Welcome to Gerard Live Life, a pod blog dedicated to motivate, inspire, and encourage individuals from all walks of life to become a better version of themselves than what they were yesterday, and to ultimately live a happy life. You can find me on all major social media networks under Gerard Leroux on Instagram, Gerard.Leroux on Facebook, as well as Gerard Leroux on Strava. I also have a website of which you can find the link on my profile pages and you can find my podcast on the website as well as Spotify and iTunes. Just search for the name Gerard Live Life. That's all lowercase, one word, Gerard Live Life. I hope you guys enjoy the next episode and always remember to live life. Good day everyone and welcome to episode 7, Nutrition. Now before I start this episode, I would just like to give a huge thanks to everybody out there. I've been receiving a lot of positive feedback with regards to my podcasts and I'm glad it's making a difference out there. I've also been privileged enough that Discovery has done an article on me about my resilience and transformation over the last couple of years. If you would like to give it a read, you can head over to the Content Hub Discovery page on Google and just look for the exercise tab. There's a bunch of other stories there as well. So if you are looking for some inspiration, you'll definitely find it there. And then lastly, out of the blue, somebody has contacted me and asked me to be their mentor. I'm extremely honored about it. And we've started this journey together now. And it's also given me an idea of creating a podcast in the near future about how do you start this new journey of becoming a better version of yourself? Maybe there will be some content in there that can help you to start with your journey. So getting back to this week's episode, nutrition. Now I would like to just give a disclaimer that I'm not a qualified dietitian nor in any way qualified to give any advice on lifestyle changes and diets. This is my own story, my own experiences what it has done for me so if you would like to try it always try and get a second opinion do your homework or consult a doctor okay so just a little bit of background about myself Um, I've never really had a need to look at my nutrition Um, when I finished matric I weighed about 68 kilograms I'm currently weighing about 70 kilograms and that has been my weight since I left school so being overweight or needing to change my diet for health reasons has never been a necessity for me the only reason why i started giving nutrition so much attention the last couple of months was by chance Um, i decided at the beginning of this year that i'm going to start training for an ironman for next year in the year 2020 and The first thing I did was I made an appointment with a family friend who has done a couple of Ironmans uh, because I wanted to find out where do I start, how do I train, what equipment do I need, all of those type of things. And it was probably about a two-hour conversation that we had. Um, But right at the end, for some reason, we ended up chatting about his diet or what he ate. And he mentioned keto or some people would... um, know it as banting from Tim Noakes and the word stuck in the back of my head that whole day and later that evening I started to look for keto YouTube videos and obviously a whole new world opened up for me 
and in the process of getting a keto overload of information over the next two or three days, um, I saw a benefit with regards to the potential increase in my energy, which I'm going to need because at that stage I was just running and gymming. And if I was needing to cycle and swim as well, <laughs> I would have needed to get energy somewhere. Um, so yeah, at that stage, keto seemed like it's going to be the answer. So I went cold turkey. Um, now, to those of you who do not know, uh, the basic premise of a ketogenic lifestyle is high fat, low carb. So you're taking in less than about 50 grams of carbs per day, which is extremely low. Your biggest intake is your fat, which is about anything from 70 to 75%, depending on what type of lifestyle you're on. And then the, um, it's protein and obviously that little bit of, of carbohydrates. Now, it's, it's tough at the beginning because your body goes through a withdrawal process. Um, obviously, there's glycogen reserves in your body that get stored from eating carbohydrates. And your body now is used to getting replenishments for, of carbohydrates. And now, all of a sudden, you're not replenishing it. So, it, it, is, a, it is a really crappy feeling. Um, but, obviously, if you get through that crappy feeling, there's an awesome abundance of energy on the other side. So I thought at that stage. Um, and yeah, just as a side note, why I believe the ketogenic lifestyle is a huge benefit for somebody that's overweight. I've never been overweight, so I can in no way even try and imagine what you guys are going through. I know a couple of people that are struggling with being overweight, and I can see that it's extremely tough. But the benefit of a ketogenic lifestyle is once you cut down on your carbs, your body starts obviously losing a lot of water because with carbohydrates, you store a lot of water as well. Uh, within those first two days of going cold turkey keto, I lost three kilograms. Um, so yes, from a weight perspective, it can make a huge difference. In my case, what I didn't take into account was I was burning anything between two and a half and 3,000 calories per day. So that less than 50 grams of carbs was just not cutting it for me. Um, I wasn't able to function properly. And after about two and a half weeks, after looking up and reading up a lot about rather a keto slash low carb, whole foods type of lifestyle, I ended up heading into the right direction. And um, I could start feeling a lot better, a lot healthier, with more energy. And um, the way that I could pick up was with, with my running. Um, I started to run a little bit faster and I didn't feel as tired after my runs as I, I did in the past. But during this process of obviously gathering as much information and reading articles and watching documentaries, I came across two very interesting stories. The one was a study that China did in the 1970s where they basically took the entire country and did a, did a census with regards to cancer. Now, what they found was that the areas of the country where Western civilization was predominantly already introduced, where there's a lot of takeaway shops and fast food chains, etc., with high um, carbohydrates uh, meals, um, those areas had a huge spike in cancer cases. And your other remote areas where there's no, none of these uh, fast food chains or takeaway outlets, there's no sign of cancer. So that is a good example of that we are literally 
feeding ourselves um, stuff that's extremely unhealthy. It's literally killing us. Uh, the other documentary that I watched was with regards to a uh, very unhealthy family from a diet perspective. Um, the one kid was also autistic. Um, I can remember the first day the production team walked into that house, the little girl with autism was jumping on the couches, being allowed. She didn't sit and eat. She like ran past her plate and grabbed a chicken nugget and then just went to play further. She couldn't talk. And after about six weeks of being on this keto, low-carb um, diet, um, the whole family obviously changed, but the, 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 this autistic child was a lot calmer. She even sat at the kitchen table and all of a sudden picked up a fork and started eating with the fork, something she's never done. She even started talking, saying basic words like hello, goodbye, love you, mom, dad, etc. Something she also has never done. And if you go and read up, you'll find out that a lot of specialists are recommending the ketogenic lifestyle or low-carb, whole food-specific diet for people with anything from autism, Parkinson's, etc. So there is some huge health benefits with regards to this. Um, but yeah, from my own experience, my performance just increased dramatically, uh, drastically. <laughs> Sorry, the the Afrikaans came through a little bit. So um, what I could pick up was my running improving but obviously the real test would have come during my marathon or my races um, so what i did was i did a little bit of research with regards to what i can eat during a race because on my carbo loading days i would obviously eat a lot of carbs a couple of days before the race and then drink coke and uh, jelly babies and goose and gels and all of these type of things during my race so that i can just try and maintain that glycogen um, storage level to finish the race but I would always end up bonking or hitting the wall here about 32 to 35 kilometers into the marathon, which means my glycogen reserves was completely depleted and I needed to switch over to my fat reserves and it's just not as easy as it sounds. Uh, now to put it into perspective, you can store about 2000 calories worth of glycogen in your body that you get from carbohydrates. Now you can store about 40,000 calories worth of fat reserves so obviously that's the type of energy you want to tap into so you need to start training your body to not go for the glycogen but go for the fat reserves so that's exactly what i did and um yeah i've, I've done about three um, marathons or ultra marathons over the last couple of weeks and my timing has increased drastically um, and i've not hitting the wall um, in terms of energy supply it's a constant energy supply throughout the entire race the one was even a 50 kilometer i feel a lot better afterwards my recovery is a lot quicker and um, in the process um, my, my time is improving um, a lot so it's it's a big benefit all around um, and what's nice about this constant supply of energy is you do not get to a point where you feel like you can't go anymore. Your, your legs, yes, does start to remind you that you've run 40 or 50 kilometers. But in terms of energy, you are um, sustained throughout the entire race. So that was a big benefit for me. Uh, and that's why I can say it's, it's the, the results can only speak for themselves. I've also slowly but surely started to introduce it uh, to my kids. Um, 
although they still get their takeaways every Friday night and their sweeties every now and again and we do have some I do make some nice food for them every now and again I've slowly but surely just shifted them almost to a low carb diet in terms of the meals um, because it's to their benefit as well they are at the stage where they need to pay a lot of attention in class and if I can let their eating habits improve um, them all around from a activity and um, concentration perspective then obviously uh, I will definitely be able to uh, or they will be able to benefit from it um, some of the more um, educated people or experts call it biohacking is basically hacking your body to perform at its most optimum level um, and that's what it comes down to um, your mood changes you sleep nicer you've got a constant supply of energy throughout the day so there's, there's no none of those dips in energy and your overall health is just so much better um, so yeah I, I would just like to end off this episode by giving you guys an idea of what I eat um, on a on an average day uh, it's always difficult to start with these type of lifestyles because you don't know what you can eat and what you can't eat so this is just a day in the life of, of Gerard's uh, meals um, and yeah um, hopefully there's something that uh, you're already busy eating and you can just focus on what I'll also start doing is I'll start um, posting them on Instagram stories and Facebook stories so that you guys can have a, a better idea of exactly what it is that I make and eat. So on a typical day, I'll start the morning with like oats or matabella or creamy meal with some butter, not margarine. Please stay away from margarine. Use butter. Um, I don't use any sugar. And then for milk, I use a little bit of coconut milk. Then two or three hours later, I have a proper breakfast like eggs, bacon, cheese, avocados, tomatoes, etc. Then later on, I'll have a small snack, which will be a banana or apple or some piltong. Uh, for lunch, I'll have leftovers from last night, like a beef stew with potatoes or sweet potato or carrots, kale and um, cauliflower, which I use as an alternative for rice. And then I'll have a snack again, um, maybe some local bread with peanut butter, etc. And for dinner, pork chops with sweet potato and a salad. And in the evenings, it will typically be yogurt with muesli or popcorn with some salt on top. And then I do sneak some dark chocolate in every now and again. So yeah, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you guys found it beneficial. And um, yeah, let me know if there's any questions or any concerns that you guys might have or any ideas of any future podcasts. Have an awesome day and always remember to live life.